0: Hello! Hey, how's it
1: going? It's going good. How are you? Uh, I'm all fine. You're fine.
0: No, are you feeling that... better?
1: You weren't feeling good earlier? I'm mm, tired, but not really. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: That is no fun. Not at all. Hmm. boo. Boo, boo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, other than that, how was your day? It was fine. I'm not, I know this is crazy. I don't really feel up to no jibber-jabber. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what this is. I <laughs>
0: know, I know. That's why it's horrible. I was like, just not in the mood. about am jibber-jabber. And, yeah, but okay. Oh. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're not going to make this easy.
0: Okay. So. I am go- it, It'll be fine. Just give me a minute. Well, you know what? I can't, you know, it's not going to be great. Let's just say that right now. <laughs> okay. Go on.
1: Wow. <sighs> oh, for lucky people who've tuned in, this is Wait. Tell me everything. And
0: I'm Andrea, and I'm Kristen.
1: Okay, so let's get started. Um, I hope this
0: isn't the first episode you've decided to
1: tune. Into. God, I hope not, because we're off <laughs> a really rocky start. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, go on.
1: Okay, so newsworthy this week, I have two stories. I'm going to start with the um, the more. Uh, true crime one that is um still a developing breaking story uh-huh. uh this is out of cnn.com um and i don't have a byline on this so anyhow the headline is jamie closs disappearance search for possible evidence along a highway comes up empty so have you heard about this little girl uh-uh okay it's crazy So volunteers and law enforcement combed the side of a highway on Thursday looking for evidence in the disappearance of a Wisconsin teenager whose parents were found dead in their home this week. But the search along Highway 8 in Barron County, Wisconsin, didn't turn up anything of value, according to the Barron County Sheriff, Chris Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. So hours earlier, Fitzgerald, asked for 100 volunteers to help in the routine search for evidence that could be related to the case as the search for Jamie Kloss entered its fourth day. The 13-year-old was likely at her family's barren home located on Highway 8 when her parents were shot dead and she vanished moments later, investigators believe.
0: Her,
1: Her whereabouts and safety are still in question. Fitzgerald said this week, we believe Jamie was in the home at the time of the homicides and we believe she's still in danger. Hmm. Thursday's search took place about three miles from the family's home, according to the CNN affiliate. Since authorities received a cryptic 911 call and discovered the bodies of Jamie's parents in their home near the town of Barron early Monday. Investigators have received more than 800 tips and have not confirmed any credible sightings of the girl. But the sheriff said he has a quote 100% expectation that she's alive. Hmm. Hmm. Does he have her? Right. I was like, how can you guarantee that? 100, it's why do you have an 100% expectation that she's alive?
0: Usually, after a certain amount of time, it's kind of like assumed that they are no longer alive.
1: Not yet. Yeah. And, and you have no, apparently, there have been no credible sightings, is what they're saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't have, I mean, yes, they don't have a body, so that means that she could be alive. But if, why at this time? Not 100%. Not 100%. Like, that just seems... Okay. So, an Amber Alert was issued on Monday for Jamie, and several law enforcement agencies have joined the search. Deputies are also trying to solve the killings of Jamie's parents, James Kloss, 56, and Denise Kloss, 46, in the small city of Barron. During a 911 call shortly before 1 a.m. on Monday, the dispatcher heard a disturbance in the background but no one spoke directly to the dispatcher. When deputies arrived to the home less than four minutes later, no one was in sight and no vehicles were found in the immediate area. Kloss's parents were shot and their deaths have been ruled homicides. No gun was found at the scene. It's not clear how long James and Denise Kloss had been dead when their bodies were discovered on Monday. On HLN's Crime and Justice Wednesday night, Fitzgerald told host Ashley Banfield that deputies had recovered the cell phone from which the 911 call was made. Fitzgerald said additional agencies, including the FBI, are involved. He says they are the experts in breaking down 911 tapes, looking at our phones and taking care of all evidence in that matter. Authorities said they have determined whose cell phone the call came from, but declined to identify the owner. Investigators also believe Jamie was at home during the shooting based on details from the 911 call. <laughs> Can you
0: hear that? Yeah, screaming child. Oh, God.
1: It's the people who bring their children to the tennis court. Yes, because to run around. Yes, to run around. So annoying. Anyway, investigators also believe Jamie was at home during the shooting based on details from the 911 call and evidence from the home. Is it a random attack or targeted attack? I don't know that answer. That's why those leads are so important, Fitzgerald told reporters. Joan Semricar, 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 this name has three syllable, three consonants, S M R, at the front. Samri car. Joan, who lives next door to the class home, told Banfield she heard two shots, a couple of seconds apart, just just after twelve thirty a.m. on Monday. Um, she said it was just a bang and then another bang. Um, so this is strange too because they're saying that. The 911 call came in shortly before 1 a.m. She's saying that she heard two shots just a few seconds apart from each other at 1230 a.m. So sometime between 1230 and just before one, this happened. Or, you know, and like all of this happened. So, And they arrived on the scene less than four minutes after the 911 call. And there, were no, there was nobody around, no vehicles in sight. But they think that the girl was there during the shooting, oh. and they have the cell phone that the nine one one was nine one one call came from, but they won't obviously they won't identify who the owner of that cell phone is and i I'm like it must be the girl's cell phone
0: right it seems like she
1: had something to do with it right like I'm like it's you know, they so th- there's this whole emphasis on like searching for her and saying that she's, you
0: know, possibly in danger. But I'm like, I think she's the dangerous one. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's kind of that whole trope of like the small town girl meets somebody on the internet. They get together. They want to be together. They got to kill her parents and for them to be together. I feel like it's something like that. It's something crazy
1: because it doesn't make any sense why she would, um, yeah, just none of this makes any sense. Um, then it says, um, Sierra Claus says she wishes she were the one endangered, not her cousin, Jamie. Sierra wrote on an, an open letter to Jamie on Facebook, and this is what she wrote. I'm going through our family pictures, worrying about, sick about you, sad face emoticon, wishing we could trade places just to get you home and out of harm's way. In her post, Sierra reminded her cousin, and this is weird too, She reminded her cousin that her family, including her slain parents, love her dearly. She writes, Grandpa Jim, your mama bear, Denise, and your very own knight in shining armor, your daddy, Jim J.R. Kloss, love all of you, Sierra wrote. So authorities said they don't believe Jamie Kloss ran away, Hmm. which, why? Hmm. There's like no like... Further, there's that's like just one sentence, so like there's mm-hmm. nothing. Why don't you think he ran away? Barron Area School District Administrator Diane Tremblay said Jamie is a member of her school's cross country team and is quote, a sweet girl who is a loyal friend and loves to dance. During a recent school assignment, Jamie was asked what she would do with $1 million. Tremblay said Jamie wrote that she would quote, feed the hungry and give the rest to the poor. Both James and Denise Kloss were longtime employees of the Jenny O. Turkey store in Barron. Jenny O.'s parent company is, um, or as, as was said by a representative from the Jenny O. Uh, parent company, Hormel. Our thoughts are uh-huh. with the Kloss family and the entire Barron community. Um, this is more from the jenny people. This is a difficult time for our entire team. We're mourning this loss and are still process- processing this terrible tragedy. We're also hopeful for the safe return of their daughter, Jamie, and are keeping her and the Kloss family in our thoughts. Jamie Kloss is 5 feet tall, weighs 100 pounds, and has green eyes and blonde or strawberry blonde hair, according to the Sheriff's Department. Anyone with information can call the tip line at 1-855-744-3879 um so that's the story it's hella suspicious Mm -hmm. um i like and i think that they're doing like a really bad job of kind of cloaking how suspicious it is because clearly this you know there's no reason to believe that there's there's um that the foul play involved doesn't involve this girl Mm -hmm. who all of a sudden is just as they put it, vanished into thin air. Um, So it's all, I mean, and I don't know how like they, because it seems like it's kind of in a remote place too. So I'm not sure like how you would get in and out of there without anyone seeing you or being able to track you if they really were able to respond in just this short amount of time to the call, you know? Um, or why you would even, I mean, there's no motive. That's the other thing that they said, you know, they're trying to figure out the motive for the killings. And it's like, it seems like there would be, um, if it was a random act of violence, you know, they're not saying that anything was taken Mm. and other, you know, other, other than presumably the girl, if it's a kidnapping, but why? Like, why? why? You Take know? this girl. Yeah, like this. These you're not taking her for money because his family isn't wealthy, and you've killed the parents. So obviously, no one's coming. You know, there's nobody mm-hmm. to extort money from, even if they had money. So it seems like it's not random. Mm-hmm. So I think it's super fishy, and they're like, you know, putting out this Amber Alert and talking about you know, maybe she's, um, you know, and still in danger
0: or whatever. I'm like, hmm. Maybe the cousin's Facebook was just, like, a ploy to get her to, like, come back.
1: Yeah, I think the cousin's Facebook uh, message sounds. I mean, especially that part of, like, including, like, saying it's it's a weird thing like to say like okay it's it's it would make sense to me like all right I'm going to put this Facebook post up and I'm your cousin so I'm going to remind you that like I love you and you know and your aunt you know my mom your aunt whoever and your uncle whoever love you and you know we hope you're okay or whatever but to include her parents names in there like don't forget that they love you they love you too. Like it's weird. Like they're dead. Mm. You know, like the teenagers are weird. Mm I don't know. I think it's strange.
0: Um it is strange. I'm just not sure how it's strange. Um mm. okay, and anything else?
1: No, that's it. So it's still. This is from today, or the search that they did with the hundred volunteers was from today, and um, yeah, they're just you know, it's just a developing thing. But yeah, small town Wisconsin, crazy. Okay. Um. So that's what's happening there. Alrighty. And then you sent me a story which I thought was interesting, so I figured we could go over that one too. Um. And it's from um the uh, laist.com news section um out here in venice california it says venice says no to homeless shelter before the meeting even starts <laughs> which is crazy and we just we talked about exactly the same thing for uh the city
0: of irvine of what in a several mm-hmm. episodes back it is um, kind of crazy because this is i just before we got on this call i just read about something going on here like the big thing here is that the Marta, the marta and the train going like into Cobb county and going into like north atlanta like alpharetta john's creek and the people there don't want it even though it's like i was like it's like cutting your nose to spite your face like Mm -hmm. you guys are always complaining about traffic coming into the city but if you had the train, that would help alleviate traffic. Yeah. If it's just so, but they're like, they just feel crime is going to be brought to the city by expanding the Marta, but okay, whatever, go on.
1: Not really though. Cause like the thing about that is like.
0: No, that's totally not a real thing. That's it's not a like thing a that thing. people say.
1: Yeah. But like, it's really not a thing. It's so stupid. Like you can tell. Um, like in LA like you know they finally have the light rail that goes all the way from the beach to downtown LA or whatever mm-hmm. and the like population on the train like changes dramatically like stop by stop the further
0: west you travel <laughs> right <laughs> because when I got on the wrong train that one time I was like whoa right no. I'm um, on the wrong
1: train yeah because people I mean and, and that's the thing like It's like any place that's fairly segregated, whether it's by race or by class, like Mm -hmm. people who aren't the demographic of the place stick out like a sore thumb, like it's not like you can just, you know, like it's just, it's, it's stupid.
0: It's so, stupid. it's so stupid and they're just really getting on my nerves with this but honestly.
1: and it's such a benefit to have the ability to do public transportation to commute
0: i mean it's that's right. so dumb like that it is such thing, a huge yeah. benefit
1: And it is, i was this. like
0: it's 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 your you know it's too, i don't care because my commute is my commute and it's wonderful you're the ones who are like paying for this. Like it's so stupid. Okay. I'm sorry. Venice. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's very stupid. Okay, so Venice. Um so very much the same issue that we talked about with Irvine, but here in Venice, which is actually really... so
0: progressive.
1: Right. That's what really kills me. Like Venice is supposed to be it it is like this um Kind of center of like quote unquote progressive, definitely liberal, um, mm-hmm. you know, crunchy granola folks, crunchy granola folks who are like, you know, love everything and everyone and everybody, all once, have tree houses in their backyard, basically. So, <laughs> um, and and Venice has a very big problem with homeless. Um, yes, they do. It's huge. I mean, it's like. It's probably the one place I feel like that is almost even that and Santa Monica, which I think are both like like... kind of known Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. how um, how sketchy it is um, just because there are so many homeless there.
0: Downtown. Yeah,
1: like those. Downtown. But downtown, they've, you know, downtown, Mm -hmm. they're trying to keep that very contained um, and move and they keep moving it. East, uh, moving those populations like what you know one block at a time. <laughs> I'm like further mm-hmm. and further away from the core, uh, but Venice and Santa Monica have had a, have had this issue uh, really present for my whole life. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever remember them not having this issue. So it's so crazy mm-hmm. to me. All right, so it says residents packed into a hot elementary school auditorium in Venice on Wednesday night to hear about plans to open a homeless shelter in the area. Before the chairs were even filled, a chorus was voicing its opinion loud and clear. Uh, They were chanting, Venice says no. Um, About 1,000 people RSVP'd for the event at Westminster Elementary School. There were only seats for about four to 450. So overflow seating was set up outside the venue. Signs were stacked up near the entrance reading, um, okay, so the the campaign is supposed to be uh, called a bridge home, but they made signs that that crossed out home and s- instead read a bridge to crime to waste to nowhere, and then other signs said welcome to Car- Garcettiville, um, a um, a trope on Mayor Garcetti's name, um, who this is his initiative. Um, officials said. The signs weren't allowed inside because they could obscure views. Even the mayor was met with boos mixed in with the applause. Cheers, of course, whenever he mentioned the Dodgers. Um, all signs and chants pointed to another contentious showdown in the ongoing debate between public officials desperate to find emergency housing for the growing homeless population and local, cry, local residents who cry, not in my backyard. The proposed shelter is part of Mayor Garcetti's Abridge Home Project, which officials say will help replace the rising number of homeless encampments with temporary, safe, and secure housing and services. Yeah, how
0: is this worse than what's already happening in Venice? Is what I don't understand.
1: That's what I don't understand because it's not like they're bringing something in. They're not like they're not like you know. It's not like oh, we don't have an an issue with homeless Venice if you've never been there or if whatever your city's equivalent to this, there are literally like shanty towns of tents um, that um, tents and other like makeshift housing that people who are homeless um, put out every night and pack up every day, you know, and then come back to that same location every night to camp out again. Um, it's, and like there's there tends to be a ton of crime over there, a ton of like yeah, with, in like... their own communities, even yeah, like, like not even necessarily, you know, to other residents as much as like, you know, it's just it's a um, it's just kind of bedlam when you have all these people who are sort of. Um, in oftentimes a desperate state, oftentimes with like mental health issues, all confined to, you know, these makeshift housing um, arrangements. Uh, It just makes for a dynamic where that can be really volatile. Um, And then you add into it, you know, the elements as, you know, the weather grows colder at night and all of that. So it's just all bad. So I don't see what and then, like the picture and the video of the that I watched of the like of the facility that they're considering, it's beautiful. Is, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice that you know. I feel like it's it's not an eyesore. You right. know, it would be so much. Be- It'll look so much better right. than what is currently happening, and it's it would like you know it would be staff, so it would be a lot more safer. I don't see what the issue is. So, and again, they're not relocating a population of people. This population is already there. Um, so Council Member Mike Bonin, who represents the area, has proposed the emergency shelter be built at the former bus yard on Sunset Avenue between Main Street and Pacific Avenue. The roughly three-acre plot is already owned by LA Metro, which is taking the lead on the study and potential joint development. Both Bonin and Garcetti sit on Metro's board and will continue to push for a board level to develop the site, according to David Graham Casso, who's uh, the deputy chief of staff for uh, council member Bonin. Um, It says draft designs released earlier this week show the layout of the proposed complex, which would include separate housing, restrooms, showers for adults and youth a central dining area, community garden, and a pet play area. The plan is to house up to 154 people, 100 beds for adults, and the rest for youth. It should surprise no one that this meeting got off to a rowdy start. A Venice neighborhood, I'm surprised. A I Venice am. neighborhood. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a Venice neighborhood council meeting in August took a similar turn when a representative from the mayor's office who had come to explain the city's bridge housing plan and the proposed site in the community was welcomed with shouting, boos and few chants of lock her up. Wow. Not lock her up.
0: Okay, I'm trying to figure out the difference between this and like a Trump rally. This sounds very similar. <laughs> I know, but come these on, are some, L.A. liberals. I mean, together. they I are they are like, no, don't don't do lip this. service until it comes to your it comes to your
1: backyard. Um, and what I mean, the nice thing about this too is it isn't it. It seems like the whole idea of the bridge home a bridge to home is that this is like transitional housing to help people get back on right. their feet, you know? So what, like, what is the, I don't get it.
0: Um, and I wonder if they're like imagining kind of like a midnight mission, LA mission situation, but it's not going to be the same. Cause I feel like downtown LA is kind of like, people coming on the bus from other places like they kind mm-hmm. of land there it's going to be a different situation and there are transitional housing um one that i've kind of no it's no longer there i don't think anymore. they've merged with another company but mm-hmm. it was like a huge like transitional housing place um, in santa monica and you wouldn't even know like you had no mm-hmm. idea like it was there Right.
1: So, yeah. Well, and because it, it makes a big difference when you have, because clearly, like the people who would be served by this type of complex are those who are motivated to make the transition, you know, out of homelessness and back to, you know, just kind of mainstream society or whatever. So that makes a big difference, too, because. When you provide the housing and the showers and like three square meals for people who are just trying to get back on their feet, um, that is like that visibly looks like a different person than someone who's having to sleep on the street and trying to figure out how to make it.
0: Yeah. And I think about downtown women's center and like how
1: that facility is. And
0: yeah, Yeah. I I just, I mean, it's
1: so annoying. So Bonin told LAS in a KPCC in an interview. He's over. He's done. He's done. Is he over? No, I'm like, he's done. Like, he's, oh, so, he's so over undone. These people. He yeah. said, I asked people around the district, where, we sh- where should we provide relief from encampments with this program? And overwhelmingly, the answer was Venice. People have died on the streets in my district, and that's happening on my watch. So I think I have a moral responsibility to do something. As Councilman Bonin presented his plan to constituents on Wednesday night, he faced frequent interruptions with some attending shouting, lies, lies, tell the truth. (laughs) It's insane. LAPD Chief Michael Moore was also at the meeting and had a blunt message for the unruly crowd. We can yell and scream at each other or we can recognize a bitter pill, he told them. And I don't even know what that means. Um...
0: Like, More. this needs to happen, basically. It does like, need you to happen. Like it or not, and it's
1: not a bitter pill. That's the thing, though. Like, don't, don't, Um, I feel like that's just not helpful, though, just in that, like, it makes it sound like, you, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna do this and like it as though it's, it's, though it is a
0: bad thing, like, almost like, you know. But uh, I don't, I feel like, you know, you have these, like, encampments and stuff, and that's not affecting their property values in Venice at all.
1: Right, so how would this, this would only help. Right. Like, this would only make it nicer, and, you know, like, because, it's just, I don't More Mm -hmm. Garcetti and Bonin then took the stage to answer audience questions, most of them coming from critics of the project. Um, Again, Bonin's responses were peppered with shouts of lies from the crowd. Many questions boiled down to one thing. Why here in Venice, close to some schools? Again,
0: this is already close to the Are schools. they new to Venice? Have I they don't understand. Not, did they just move to Los Angeles and to this area? Are they not aware that this <sighs> has been a thing
1: forever? Forever. One attendee asked, why on earth would you locate the most volatile population next to our most vulnerable population? Another woman who said that she's homeless says she heard residents' concerns, but she supports the project and loves Venice. Um, she says, I clean the beach every morning. I clean the beach every night. And that's what Venice is supposed to be about. It's community, it's love, mm-hmm. it's diversity, it's peace. She said So they say. So, yeah, so they say. She's and, and they and apparently people applaud it, so she said to applause. But it's like, Okay, you're applauding her, but you're also like saying we don't want to provide anything that's gonna help
0: her. And it's also the same thing, like we we talked about the Irvine thing of the stereotype of what a homeless person is, mm-hmm. especially considering housing in Los Angeles and what it is. Mm. There are plenty of people who are very like house insecure and who are homeless and who are educated, who have good, you know, had good jobs or, mm-hmm. you know, things, you know, happen. and they're just down on their luck does down on their luck. And it's like, people don't, you know, it's the same. Yeah. It's just, it's annoying. It's even more annoying coming from you know, this liberal. Yeah, cuz you like, it's all enclave. lip service, yeah. Yeah. It's until all lip it service. It becomes like a real thing like, yeah, I'm going to volunteer at the homeless shelter, but oh, don't you build that homeless shelter mm-hmm. in my house and don't like, yeah, mm-hmm. and don't follow me
1: home and don't talk to me in the parking yeah. lot like, yeah. Mm. Um So The whole project still needs to go through environmental review and public hearings. Afterwards, outside, a group of supporters of the project held electric candles in a line on the other side of a fence that sat a row of tents. Um, And they held up signs that read, beds, not sidewalks. Um, Following Wednesday's town hall, Metro is hosting two interactive workshops to discuss the project. Um, If approved, the Venice site would be the second emergency shelter open to serve Bonin's district under the Bridge Housing Initiative. Earlier this month, the councilman announced a partnership between the city, L.A. County, and Department of Veteran Affairs to open a facility on the West L.A. uh, VA campus in Brentwood for homeless veterans, which is terrific. Mm. That shelter is slated to open in early 2019. Again, with a planned one hundred temporary beds, along with bathrooms, laundry, and hygiene centers inside large industrial tents and trailers. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's just um, stop being jerks. Stop being jerks. Um, Nothing. It's it's solving. It's actually solving a problem that you have. Um, It's not bringing you some new population that you now have to, God forbid, deal with. and people oh my god oh my god people i just don't want to deal with these people um so you know it's just uh, it just makes me so mad because what other like and you're not offering any other solution and you're not coming and saying like well instead let's do this you're just saying just no not here okay But they're already here. So that's, yeah, that's the part where this just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, it's such a huge issue over there. Um, So, anyway, um, so that's what's happening over here in Venice, California. It's really annoying. Um, And I hope that they can just, you know, thankfully, this is property that again is already owned by LA owned Metro. Owned by the, city. Owned by the city. So hopefully they can just move so forward and they'll just animals. have to deal with it. Just yeah, deal with it. Not that there's it. yeah, not that there's any again, not that there's anything bad about this, but they'll just have to suck it up or suck up their little sorry outrage opinions and yeah, their bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. And their lack of compassion.
0: Lack of compassion again. Boo. Boo. boo to these. And I know some very fine citizens of um, Venice, and I hope you are not among those people. Please don't be. Yeah. Please don't um, be. Okay. So. so those are my two newsworthy
1: stories. Um, so we'll see what happens.
0: Awesome. In yeah. Both, both yeah. I'm to be checking out that story, the first one. The Wisconsin. I really been, yeah, I haven't really been doing a lot of true crime stuff just because you know, when I'm kind of down, I try to not say that. Like, I still haven't watched The Stars Born or The Hate You Give because I was like, I don't think I can handle them right now. But I will.
1: Oh, you have to see A Star Is Born. So I know, good. but I just
0: don't feel like crying. Or being. I don't feel like dealing with the more emotions than the ones I already have. I don't <clears> need <throat> new emotions coming in. I watched Shit's Creek season 4. It was so good. It was hilarious. So, There's already 4 seasons of
1: that show? Yeah, girl. Yes. I've never watched it, but you're the second person to mention it today.
0: Oh my god, it's so hilarious. Catherine um O'Hara.
1: Mm-hmm. Her
0: outfits are just amazing. She always dresses in black and white, and they're in this like little Hick town or whatever, and then just her she was an actress, and her just outfits are always so outlandish, but still kind of cool, but it, it's oh, she's just so funny, oh, she's hilarious, they're all very funny Eugene levy mm, his okay. son is his son plays his son in the show, and they, I think they executive produce it as well. Mm. It's really good, it's hilarious, okay, so yeah, so for that, go watch shit's Creek, yeah, <laughs> funny. <laughs> Um, but the viral Vox. So uh-huh. um, the thing that I woke up to Monday morning and all of us did was mm. the big news. <gasps> yes. Um, Cousin Megan is expecting. Cousin Megan. So Kensington Palace uh, released a statement. Their Royal Highnesses, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, are very pleased to announce that the Duchess of Sussex. Is expecting a baby in the spring of 2019. So, this announcement came um, as they arrived in Sydney on Monday ahead of a 16 day tour of Australia and New Zealand. And um, the couple said they got, you know, who got married five months ago. They were delighted to be able to share the happy news with the public. Mm-hmm. They were able to. Tell the senior members, senior royals, about the pregnancy at um, the princess's wedding this mm-hmm. past Friday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the baby, um, who will be a lord or lady, mm-hmm. since they are um, a child of a duke. And because Harry, Prince Harry is no longer in the direct line of succession.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and their baby will be seventh in line to the throne. Wow, that's a long yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Kate um, keeps popping out them babies.
1: Yeah, Kate ain't playing. <laughs> Kate is not playing. She's like, I came to be here.
0: Yeah, she says, I have my heir, my spare, and another one just in case, because I don't know about um. Yeah, George going to be on the straight and narrow. But, yeah. Georgie so. boy. So <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute. But I'm he's mis- mischievous. He is. But it's so funny because what's her name? Like, he kind of doesn't really have any time for the um, cameras and everything. But um, little ma'am is always like, hello.
1: Hi. I she am is. here. She I loves the camera.
0: I am waving. It is. It just cracks me up charlotte yeah mm-hmm, was, charlotte she, oh my god cracks me up so i was like okay yeah she is like yes i am here oh, i love the royal about, babies oh my gosh i know they're cute okay so that's kind of that so congratulations to them Congratulations. interesting to see what this baby looks like <laughs> I, can't wait.
1: I know well it's funny because they both have um like he he's got that strong like red hair gene going mm-hmm. um and you know our genes black we show our, up our our genes show up you try to hide us
0: but we be coming out in mm-hmm. hair
1: texture
0: and... in just the strange cuz she has like really curly hair yeah, she does for her it, actual hair. Yeah, her, yeah. When it's not straightened, so I was like, "Yeah, this will be real interesting mm-hmm. to see." You know, the royal baby got to have some edge control. She, oh, uh, for sure. So Carol's daughter, like, yes,
1: Carol's girl. <laughs> I really, I am rooting for a curly-haired red, red-haired, cur- curly-haired, curly red-haired girl. Golly, yes. that took a lot to get out oh, of my, my mouth. Gosh. Yes, <laughs> that, that would be. be-
0: um, like Amazing. on Charlie
1: Brown, like my naturally curly hair. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be
0: awesome. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait to say that. So
1: yay, coming Yay, to- coming soon to a okay. bassinet near London.
0: Yeah, that was great. <laughs> okay, it's a, okay. this is totally another aside, but I'm listening still to this other, i tell you, the Black Girls with the Harry Potter podcast. Oh, okay. I do a yes. chapter at a time. And so one of them loves, like, musicals and loves to sing. And so all of a sudden, she'll just, like, make up a little song about whatever they're talking Mm -hmm. about. And her cousin is so like, oh, God, please stop. And I was, like, okay, please stop. It's, like, it's so horrible. But I was, like, stop singing. So I was, like, okay, it makes me think about. I don't really burst in a song, but when I do, like, don't. It's annoying. Okay, (laughs) never mind. That aside. So, okay, so... Wait, tell me everything. I know. I, I just have a couple of things. Um, okay. One, um, Orange is a New Black is canceled. Oh, good. I, have, I haven't watched. <laughs> Did say, oh, good. <laughs> good riddance.
1: Good
0: it good got riddance really bad. bad loved, rubbish.
1: It was. It was rubbish at the end. Um, I, I mean, I haven't. <clears throat> excuse me. I haven't watched in a few seasons because it got
0: bad. Yeah, that one. Like you said, I said, we've talked about it before. That one, I think, season five, where they killed off Hussein and there were all the. It was just like, um, like <laughs> horror. It was just like, um, what do they call it? Um, I can't remember the term, but like, it was just overkill in terms of all of the bad and just mm-hmm. like horrible things that were happening to these women and then another point that just annoyed me so much is that the writer's room was just white was it? yeah it was very white and I was like you're telling these stories about these for the most part Latina and Mm -hmm. black women and yeah I know the actors or whatever but I'm just like you know like i I need some more representation in the writer's room. that was just crazy, so, like I said, mm-hmm. after that whole like it was just just some of the things that happened were just like jarring and like
1: yeah, it I was... felt.
0: Like victimized, so I was like, I can't watch. Well, that's
1: this it became a little bit like misery
0: porn towards. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Um,
1: towards like I, like I, and it was always there was always an element of it which was just too much for me anyway. But like the story and the writing was strong. Season one and season two, I would say, and and I think I only watched through season three, and that's when I was like, yeah, I'm done. I can't. Like it was yeah. just like I don't. I don't need to be, I don't to need to, 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 to expose myself to this level of misery and heartache and uh, victimization. Um, th- I'm good, you know? So, so yeah, so I stopped watching then. So good, good. One yeah, less so, bad show. Oh, okay. Wow.
0: Okay. So <laughs> just the quote from Ginji Cohan, who is the creator of the show, who is not white. Um, after 7 seasons, it's time to be released from prison. I will miss all the badass ladies of Litchfield and the incredible crew we've worked with. My heart is orange but fades to black. So the season 7 um premiere is going to be summer of 2019. So we have some while and I'm sure there'll be lots of farewell. Mm-hmm. And this is like Netflix has gotten rid of canceled a couple of shows, so
1: okay
0: their OG shows okay so the other thing um Lupita is on the cover of the November Spanish Vogue looking beautiful is she oh gosh Mm -hmm. I love her so much
1: Spanish Vogue very nice Mm -hmm. Lupita
0: yeah so um pick up a copy I'm gonna have to take a a little gander even though I can't read anything in it um (laughs) is it in Spanish or is it in Catalan I would imagine it's in spanish Spanish, so she speaks Spanish so fantastic she's amazing mhm, so it was shot by Luigi and i'm gonna say iango it's i a n g o b i n g o what's his phone i okay <laughs> Um, I just talked about how annoying it is for people to burst in a song and then here you go. I was, okay. I was okay. I'm listening. How do you spell it? I A-N G-O. Yes. You know what? <laughs> anyway, okay. Iongo is what I'm going to Yeah, I think Iongo. Yes. Okay, they're a photography duo. What's his name? Go ahead. That's it. I'm quick. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaving. I okay. can't. And for that, I'm going to keep on talking and I'm, I'm going to do my personals first. Nope. No, okay. Tell me so, more. I mean, nope. Nope. You know, pick up the Spanish Vogue and you, since you know Spanish, you can read it and tell me what happened. So, I'm not tell right. you what
1: happened.
0: <laughs> tell me Does what she's seen. What
1: happened? Are there lots of, you know, I never well, read like Vogue. A, are there it's lots like of articles?
0: There are articles in vogue. So usually if you're on the cover, they you know, there's an article that goes along with the cover. Like an so, interview? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, Is it so... like the thirty
1: questions or however many questions they ask on those videos?
0: No. Oh, okay. Mm So it's just like a regular kind of interview so always you know, the descriptions of what they're doing and what they're listening to. It's always kind of whatever. Um every now and then someone says something kind of controversial and you know it gets picked up but for most, the time, I think it's pretty boring so the pair um, do a lot for like German Vogue and I've seen they've done a couple of covers for um, Vogue Japan and a few uh, Givenchy campaigns they did the Fenty Puma campaign so you know this is I think maybe their first Vogue cover um, okay. Spanish Spanish vote cover. I mean, Spanish belt mm. because they've done German, Japan, Japan, and somewhere else. So you know, quite interesting work. So okay, yeah. And this so, is so they're um partners. I don't know if they're like partners in life or just partners in work. Crime. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. <laughs> it reminds me of the guys that I love so much. Um. Proenza Shuler. Mm. Mm-hmm. and I told you about them right yes oh my god I love them they're so weird because they're always like they're together then they're not together then they're together but they're not together but they work together so I was just mm-hmm. like okay okay keep it with y'all alright your clothes are beautiful though um, so yeah so that's that okay and that's all I'm going to talk about is that all you're going to talk about yeah because tired I don't feel good so I don't, don't feel like I don't feel like I've been told everything. That's all I'm you saying. You haven't, You've been told a little bit. There was one other <laughs> thing I was going to talk about this because it was so ridiculous. you, don't, okay, you don't watch, okay, you don't watch the Atlanta Housewives. No. So there's a person on there who used to be married to a Falcons player. I think he played for the Falcons. Um, her name is Sheree Whitfield and she's crazy so her okay. she always like starts these big things like she's known for i'm starting a fashion line called she by sheree and so her sample there was a like the whole thing following her on the, the the show and so her samples came back messed up because she got some janky folks and so she had planned a f- fashion show mm-hmm in time but not like putting in the time for like production of samples and then like all that kind of stuff she don't know what she's doing and so she ended up having a like a showcase of her line where she did not even wear her uh, something by her line Mm. which is kind of Mm. like so right. I was like, oh, is this you? She's like, oh no, this is by Gucci. And like Gucci. Like, oh, okay. And then there were like different, you know, I think like sketches or stuff of of what the line would look like, but no clothes. And so there was an oh, infinite no. line. Who there was a guy named um, Dwight, who was um a walker basically, mm-hmm. and he would say oh no like how can you have a fashion show with no fashions It's <laughs> a good question <laughs> right and so everyone like yes yeah. so she's been talking about this for several years she by charade she by charade she also has like um, chateau charade which is a house that she was building that literally took her a million years to finish and it was quite the thing in Atlanta because people would like Go bloggers would go by, take pictures, and I'm like, yeah, ain't nothing happening, ain't nothing happening. Wow. Several months, like you know, like what's going on with this house she's building? Um, so she on the reunion, they brought it up again. They're like, what's going on with she by Shere? And she's like, oh yeah, it's coming out. You know, early spring. You know, joggers. Like so, she's going not go to joggers. Athletes. Yeah, athletic line. So, which is Reese- basically like. which makes sense because she's very into fitness so like that would be cute like for her that would be a good look however she released a preview of her line like she's like it's here on Instagram Mm -hmm. and when I say honey she could have kept that (laughs) I'm like I could have got this at Walmart girl right Well, and
1: I just feel like that's really lazy, too. The, like, athleisure wear is, I mean, yeah, it can be cute. Like, you can put your own spin on it. It doesn't take that, like, it doesn't take all this time to produce, I feel like, that sort of line. Like, if you're taking all this time and all this pumping up and all this, like, pre like you know priming mm-hmm. the pump or whatever about like you know how great it's gonna be and all it is is athletes you're that apparently isn't all that creative or cute or Which different is. you know sort of like that didn't take all that time you're just putting something out there now clearly because you haven't
0: something's gone wrong like and you know? it's still not spring summer but it's fall we're into fall but yeah like yeah it's just not Right. at all and the little video was like she did it in her basement it was mm. horrible in her backyard I'm like no girl no it's like my little videos I be doing I'm like uh oh, girl <laughs> <laughs> don't have your videos be like ours yeah hysterical. I to have better videos than me that I do on like um, my phone your phone yeah. yeah yes no no girl that's hysterical yeah oh, so no. that was happening with um and that, and oh, married at first sight oh, is over. And the thing is, you know what? I hated this season. I hated all the couples, so mm-hmm. I stopped watching. But I did like look to find out who, because decision day just happened, who stayed, mm-hmm. and they all stayed married, which I don't mm. recall ever happening. But maybe it has. But it's been a while mm-hmm. since that's happening. Although apparently one of the ladies just filed for a divorce in September. So like right after the decision was made and they should have divorced like mm-hmm. the first day mm-hmm. it was, that was the one with the, um, the, you know, with the stalking charges and all mm-hmm. of that. So that couple. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, y'all has a whole bunch of issues. That should have never happened. So that's that and other ridiculous news i don't know people if you're watching this show i only watch it when i hang out with Messiah. but 90 a 90 day fiance is amazing
1: 90 day fiance yes girl
0: it is ridiculous and i hate her for getting me wrapped up into this i don't watch it all the time but i like can still have a conversation about what's going on with people. was like, oh, that girl? Da, 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 da. Oh, really? What? Okay. So, yeah. So, that's a problem. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy show. What is the premise? Um, these people um, find um, have relationships with other people, like in other countries, an American and someone in another country. And it's, like, the 90 days, let's see how to explain this to me, 90 days before they get married, and then, like, 90 days, they follow 90 days after. So there's always kind of, like, a couple of them going on at the same time, which is kind of confusing to me. So it's, like, you have the before and the after the 90 days. So they just finished one before... And now they're about to start another one and then go to the after. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, and they already... Like, is this something that the... Are these people who the show put together or Mm-mm. they were already...
0: They, they found already each other. They
1: were already a couple. hmm And they signed up to be on the show.
0: Yes, they found each other, most oh. of them online. Okay. Or, like, one people... One couple found... They, like, played this <laughs> game... And they like became friends through, like, you know, games where you like. On, like Fortnite or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Are you like. Um... Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And you like, you know, could play and talk to the other players in the room. They, yeah. That's how they met. So they're like my... gamers. This... Yeah. So this girl, like, was in the United States, has a baby, met a guy who lives in the UK. Yeah. And she's gonna have to move there because they won't let him into the United States because he's been arrested too many times.
1: Yeah, keep your criminals.
0: Yeah, we don't want over no here. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. that was a long time ago. So I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. it was like maybe like five arrests. It was like sixty or something. It was like something crazy. Mm-mm. Yeah, you was, can stay like, over there yeah, with that. Say. And I was like, you gonna keep your like little baby around this little crazy man? Yeah, this thug who clearly has um. <laughs> Some control and rage issues. Mm. But yeah, so ninety day fiance. I'm like That's a whole lot. It is, but I'm into it. Okay. Go on. Hmm. Okay, well let's
1: get personal. Um I'll start. Um. Don't there's there's no growling. Wow. Um let's see. Um, so, I'm super excited because I have been asked to officiate somebody's wedding. <gasps> oh, you didn't tell me this? It's brand new. It just happened yesterday. So, I waited to tell you on air. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, one of the uh one of my um co-workers, one of the nurses that I work with, um, approached me. Actually, she called me yesterday and um and asked me to do her wedding. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Yay, so, fun. Awesome. so what a good, like like an awesome like honor. It's such an honor. I'm so honored. Um yeah, I'm really honored. Like I just was like so surprised. It was totally and it's um it's a nurse that I know and definitely, like, talk to. I wouldn't say, like, I know her, like, as well or, like, you know, as much as I do some of my other nurses. But I do, you know, know her pretty well. Um, and um, so, yeah. Like, it was just um, unexpected. And, yeah, definitely an honor. She um, she was she's, – she's all excited and whatever. And so um, – so yeah, so I'm I'm excited and it'll be my first wedding. Um, so that's cool. Um, so I'm excited about that and um, just kind of prayerful about the whole process. And I'll be meeting with her and her fiance in the next couple of weeks to kind of start the whole, you know, just kind of start this mm-hmm. process with them. Um, and um, and just, you know, obviously to get to know them better and um, and work through whatever needs to be worked through so that we can get to the big day so it's the a wedding spring, day. it's a spring wedding so okay it's, an, it's not till april so we have plenty of time
0: okay. to Good. um
1: you know work things out and um you know i um i've you know i've done other stuff but i haven't done weddings so this is fun Um, so yeah, so that'll be cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, let's see what else is going on. Oh, my personal, um, little accomplishment this week is that I'm so excited. I, um, so I've been talking about how I've been running and talking about how I've been working on getting faster. And my goal was to get to a 12 minute mile and i um have been doing like interval training on the treadmill to help with that to help get faster and to be able to endure you know longer at faster speed
0: uh-huh. and
1: um on my run on Wednesday morning, yesterday morning, I came in under twelve minutes. I came Ooh. in at eleven minutes fifty two seconds per mile. All right. Um, I know. I'm so excited. So um so it's actually just like I'm like, oh, like maybe I could go in even faster, you know, but I'm really just happy that like I made, you know, I came in even under my goal by a few seconds. And um and that it's all kind of working and i'm almost almost um when i weighed in on monday i was just 2.5 pounds away from being minus 20 so i'm like awesome. at mi- minus 17 and a half basically um so i'm you know so i'm you know slowly cranking away at my goals um get it girl get it girl i know oh my gosh that uh <laughs> <laughs> you put that uh, GIF on my uh, Facebook comment. I was cracking yeah, up. Uh, favorite. It's so cute. So yeah, I'm getting it, girl. Um. So yeah, <laughs> that was fun. And. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think those are the two big things this week that stand out. Like, I feel like that's kind of been I had a hard week at work. We had lots of super difficult cases. So these two things were sort of like nice little light, airy you know, accomplishments and feeling honored and recognized and that kind of thing. So that's always good. And, oh, in other news <clears throat> around the house here, um, the colonel, my dog, is boycotting me at night. <laughs> um, so he's upset with me, I think. This is what I think. Oh, God. I on I spent the bulk of Sunday doing laundry outside in the community laundry room not in our own washer and dryer because he had for the umpteenth time thrown up on the covers of the couch that he sits on and I also had to wash the actual like thankfully you know my couch has the cushions where you can peel off the upholstery it zips off you know mm-hmm Because he had done such a great job of throwing up on the covers that it had, like, actually, like, affected the the upholstery itself, which defies the purpose of the covers, of course. So, and... The thing about them, it's great that they zip off and you can take tear, take them off of the cushions. It's to not wash. an easy thing to do, and but it a is not an easy thing to do. It is a Mm-mm. chore and a half. Mm-hmm. So I was salty because I was like really tired on Sunday. Oh, because I, again, I'd mentioned last week that we were we went to Halloween horror nights, mm-hmm. um, which I'll, I'll report on that in a second. Um, so I was super tired. I didn't get to bed on Saturday night, Sunday morning till like two thirty, um, and that's ridiculous. Like I never get to bed that late. I was so tired. You know, I slept in on Sunday. I didn't go to church. I um, I barely I barely did anything on on Sunday. But when I came home at two in the morning, I found that he had like thrown up all over the den. You know, so it's like dang it. So. Basically, that was the one thing I had to do was wash those covers and peel off these cushion upholstery. Again, no small feet. I was exhausted. And since I pulled the cushions off, I pulled the cushions off of this, um, off of the sofa. When I tell you there were mounds, gobs and gobs of dog hair, all Under the cushion because he spends so much time in there that I had to, like, get the little, like, you know, hand back out and totally, like, vacuum all inside the couch. Like, you know, where the cushions usually sit. Mm. And there was doggy biscuit cookie crumbs. I mean, it was just basically, like, a dog haven. So I was like, you know what? You are no longer allowed on the sofa. Like, we just we can't do this. Like this needs to, this is a civilized home. You don't know how to act, you know, because what happens is I put the, I have the covers that I put over the sofa. I have two covers that I put to cover the sofa so that he can sit on the couch. But what he does is he moves the, he, he takes his two front paws and he digs and digs and moves and moves until he completely, moves the covers off and sits directly on the couch, which, again, defeats the purpose of the covers. (laughs) So I've been not sweating him about it. I've been like, whatever, dog. But after Sunday, I was like, you know what? No, I have set a bad precedent looking the other way while you take the covers off and sit on the sofa anyway. And now that I've peeled these things off of here for probably what's been the third time now, not including all the multiple times I've had to wash the actual covers themselves, I was like, we're never doing this again. So I am back to um, putting a bunch of things on the sofa so that he can't sit oh, on yes. it comfortably, right? Well, he's mad about that. He's not pleased that he doesn't get to sit on the sofa anymore. He's gotten very used to and very comfortable, Uh clearly making the couch his own. And so what he's doing to boycott me at night when it's cold is he's choosing to sleep in his own bed. He will not come cuddle with me.
0: Good. He needs to sleep in his own bed.
1: No. It, when it's cold, there is nothing better than a hot doggy, uh-huh. all snoring quietly and warm. Just like a he's like a permanent heating pad, uh-huh. an electric blanket uh-huh. that doesn't need to be plugged in. It's the no, best thing you. ever. And yeah. it helps me sleep better. So he knows oh. that. He knows that I love it. He knows that I like him. Snuggled up on top of the covers. And so he's withholding the snuggles at night. Hmm. <sighs> so this is by this is his revenge. I'm gonna wear him down though, because he knows he likes the snuggles too. He'll get over it. I'll oh, he have nothing to say. <laughs> Anyhow, Halloween uh-huh. Horror Nights. Uh-huh. Super scary. Okay. Um, there were werewolves. Okay. Um scarecrow, evil scarecrows with chainsaws. Um men on stilts with frightening masks and machetes. Um, Other Hollywood monsters made scarier, like a really frightening, like Dracula and Bride of Frankenstein. Um, Did I mention werewolves? The werewolves were very scary. Yeah, I don't see how any of this is fun with all. And clowns. Lots and lots of killer psychopath clowns everywhere. Um it was very scary.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But we had a very good time. Um and it was just a lot of the, uh, what what we what we figured out too late is that we should have gone ahead and paid for the additional expense of getting the express tickets that allow you the express lane for one time into the express lane for every ride. Oh um, yeah, yeah. We well because they were significantly more expensive. So I was like, no, we'll just get you're the waiting
0: significantly longer.
1: Well, yeah, but I didn't know that. Like, I've again, I the last time I went to one of these was the Not Scary Farm, oh. and that was like over twenty years ago. Like, it was yeah,
0: girl. Like any like amusement park now, you need a fast pass or something because there's just too many people. There were there were too many
1: people, and we waited in several very long lines very long lines so um and especially with something like this where your time is limited you know like it doesn't mm-hmm. start till dusk or whatever um and then it closes at two in the morning we were there till like pretty much 1 mm-hmm. um 1, one like ish so um but it was fun just running around with my sister and my niece and her little friend um and um So we had a really, we had a good time and, you know, we'll, we'll have good stories to tell about it. So it was worthwhile for sure. Um, And, um, oh, and zombies. I didn't mention zombies. The zombies were very cool. Um, So yeah, but definitely scary and definitely fun. But, um, but yeah, um, way too many people, way too much waiting. Um, And I'm way too old for all of that. Which is what I said. Yeah, so so yeah so but it was a good time so um so yeah so those are all my updates. What about you?
0: Okay, so yeah, the weeks have been not great. So one of the things I did last weekend, I said I was gonna you know treat myself and that's right. Do some things. So I went and you know got a manicure, got my nails done. Mm-hmm. Um, got my the big thing. I got my hair straightened.
1: Oh, it looks so cute too.
0: Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> um, because I have not straightened my hair in about a good... I literally walked into like um, someone's office today, and they're like, girl, what's going on with your hair? And I was like, you know, like you didn't have to say that. Like, <laughs> It's been a hard day. Like My day did not start off great. Oh, no. And I'm not wearing what I want to wear because I mm-hmm. had to leave home suddenly. My hair, I did not have time to do anything so it was literally like pulled back in a like a little bun Mm. and it was just crazy but yeah I haven't had straightened my hair in maybe 10 years or so Mm -hmm. and as I knew even when I was getting it straight I was like "Um, yeah my hair is not pleased with me it does not want to be straight it wants (laughs) to curl and coil up and so it's gonna be a whole lot of no so
1: yeah, it takes a while, while to tame it back too.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out now if I want to. I think I do. Just a little while longer. It's. I just it was the, that that
1: picture that you posted of yourself is much really cute. yeah, so it's yeah. so long.
0: Yeah, and they like cut it like it's still like a little thinner than my hair usually is, just because I haven't been getting. um like, you know, regular trim since I've been here and all that kind of stuff, so it's a little thinner than I, my hair usually is, but mm-hmm. um, even when it's straightened, but, you know, yeah, it's yeah. You know. It's cute. She did a good job. Yeah, she did, so love them. Follow them on my business Instagram, so like, hey, perfect. Nice. Perfect. Um. Okay, this is like a weird thing. And I don't, I didn't know where to put this, but I just wanted to say this because it ca- it came up twice today. Okay. Okay. So I just have to preface this. So whenever I see like the internet slang KMSL, I can never remember what it is. KMSL? Yeah. Like a lot of people like put that, you know, or you'll see it on a post and KMSL and I'm like what is that again? And like, literally I said, my little cousin put that on a post on Facebook this morning. I said that then I went to go look it up and I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to remember that. And it's like, you never remember it. You're not going to remember. So literally like a couple of hours ago, I was reading something else and someone put it, and I was like, what does that stand for again? Like, I literally, like, I have, like, some kind of block when it comes to this, like, little acronym. What does
1: it stand for?
0: Killing myself laughing. Like, to me, it doesn't make sense, because it's like an M.S.
1: So, Killing, myself, oh, myself, myself is, is M.S. Why-
0: yeah, myself is one word.
1: Yes, myself is one word. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Because it's yeah, wrong. That's it's why you don't
0: It's wrong. Know it. It like, it like, I have like <laughs> a block on it. Thank you, Andrea, for, for making me feel better <laughs> I'm but like, yeah. that's
1: why it doesn't work. Because it's stupid.
0: Yeah. And I was like, what's wrong with LOL? It's shorter. It proves the point. Like... I don't and I like know. I
1: don't feel like that's a thing that I say. I don't say killing myself laughing.
0: No. I say
1: I I'll say like I'm rolling on the floor laughing or like you know yes laughing my ass off lmao like those are things that i actually like say yeah
0: because i was like who says killing myself laughing killing
1: myself laughing yeah it's not a thing it's not
0: yeah. a thing okay so, a thing. so
1: it's stupid because it's wrong and it's stupid because it's not a thing
0: yeah it's not a thing actual people say so no i don't know so i'm just like so I'll you're give fine up. you don't need okay. to know this you don't okay. need to know this great thanks okay and then last least <laughs> but at least rather not leaf i don't know where leaf (laughs) last but but leaf leaf. (laughs) yes on my treat myself weekend i Mm. did something that i enjoyed doing i went to the yard house which you know is one of my favorites which everyone is like shocked about but i was like (laughs) it's consistent it has everything i could even think of wanting and it's all usually pretty good so I love, and you know, I went there because there's only one here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I also went to watch my Dodgers. Your and, boys in blue. And the thing is, I'm I again that I encountered last year during this time is the time difference when it comes to the games because mm-hmm. the games don't games don't come on until eight thirty, mm-hmm. and that's late. Mm-hmm. And so the game is usually like three hours long. So I am usually like, okay, I could not even make it like four. I think I left like at the fifth, fourth or fifth inning. Because I was like, it's Friday. I'm exhausted. I'm going home. So <laughs> I can't watch the games, but I'm going to do my very, very best, even though I have a busy day tomorrow, to watch tomorrow's game. It's a big day. We are one game away, as of today, of going to the World Series again. And that's so exciting. Can
1: I just say, I am so excited? (laughs) And as we've talked about in the past, I don't care a lick about baseball.
0: No, you don't. You sit there and post about, Uh, these seats are great. Wish someone was here who would appreciate it. I'm like, really? Okay. But... It
1: is so much fun when the whole city of L.A. goes into World Series frenzy
0: because Uh,
1: it's it's so much of a bigger deal than any other sport. Like there's so many more like, you know, because I think mainly because there's people... In LA, our foot like football fans are like split like amongst many different teams because we didn't have a team for the for longest so long. time. Yeah. Then you know basketball fans are split between like Lakers and Clippers for the most part, mm-hmm. and um, you know so there's not but like every, like I feel like really like everybody cheers for the Dodgers. Like there's like a very random.
0: Angels. contingency of angels fans but it's so random like it's so I told you the guy who like took over like who replaced me at work in mm-hmm. my old job I would you know like to talk to people when I came back to visit mm-hmm. and he has like angel stuff
1: and I yeah, was like so last. <laughs> blasphemy indeed so it's so rare like i feel like it is like the total random offshoot person mm-hmm. who all of a sudden is like the one angels fan in like the entire organization you know mm-hmm. like get at, at an office there's like one random dude yeah you know? I feel or, like if you or somebody live, from out of
0: town yeah like yeah if they're not from la long beach and you know south like you can be an angel you could be an angels fan but like anything. And that's good. pretty much where it's contained.
1: Yeah. Like very Orange County in that general direction. And it's
0: kinda of like the Giants too. Like maybe like Santa Barbara might get some, even though it's like way, you know, south, but yeah, it is. still like, you know, you know, San Jose, like over there, like you're you can you're a Giants fan. So it's such a yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So really it it all that to say it's The vast majority of everybody who cares about baseball at all in L.A. Mm -hmm. is rooting for the Dodgers. And it is, if last time was any indication, I want to happen just for that alone. Because it is so much fun. (laughs) The whole city turns blue. Everybody at work, like, everybody wears, like, you know, like, everybody. Nurses, doctors, physicians assistants. Like, everyone's wearing their, like lakers i mean they're laker they're dodger scrubs and they're like dodger buttons and they're dodger like any random accessory like everything so it's just fun it's just a fun fun atmosphere
0: yeah so i have my dodgers little jacket that i wore last friday and i will be wearing it again tomorrow say something to me say something to me about wearing um, (laughs) wow (laughs) <laughs> my Dodgers up because, like, you know, it was kind of like a little <sighs> contentious because they were playing the Braves, right? And I was like, Yeah, again, I am not even conflicted about this, like, that's not a thing. And so, um, yeah, so it's just like, uh oh, it's so hard being so far away from all the excitement. I missed it last time, and I was like, oh, Yeah, wait for, for me to leave to like finally make it to the big show. So I'm just Hoping they get to make it. They make it again. It's so exciting. Um, I will be watching from somewhere. I have not determined yet. Somewhere I'm going to be watching. And I'm excited. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Yeah, and I think it's like also the thing about the Dodgers and like the fandom is that, you know, they've been there forever. I think longer than probably any other team. Mm -hmm. Like it's more baseball is more accessible for fans to go see the cheap mm. the tickets are cheaper that's just like so you know what i mean like you can get a nine dollar ticket to a Dodger game or you know fifteen dollar ticket where that's like you know you're not gonna find that in any other professional sport in la so yeah. it's just something more accessible and people can you know participate in it's, it's easy to be a fan so yay very exciting yeah, so we will see. And someone was like, I didn't even know you were into baseball like that. I was like, Do you see the um, lanyard in my window? Hanging mm-hmm. from my window? Do you not know I used to go to spring training?
1: They don't know you at all.
0: Yes, yeah, so I was like, You don't know me at all. Can I, <laughs> I just meet you? Oh, I know who it was, too. Jason. What? Oh, what? Yeah, really so I was
1: like, uh-uh. Dude, come on, I man! Have, I
0: have pictures in the dugout. Like, are you for real? I've, I've done the Dodger Stadium tour. Like, are you
1: come for on, real? Jason.
0: <laughs> what? I was like, bro, yes, that was hilarious. I was like, yes, very much so. A fan, I like them. So, mm-hmm. indeed. Yeah, so yay! Yay! So. Okay, you have to tell me more about it. You have to share share more of the the
1: excitement. I'll be sure so, to I'll sure try yeah. to, try to vicariously incorporate yeah. you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that Yeah, you're I was like, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, righty. look, you did it. I did. I didn't think so. I was like, if she doesn't say she's ready in like five more minutes, I'm going to sleep
1: sorry I fell asleep that's what yeah that's what
0: was. I was saying I was like okay she's gonna go to sleep I'm gonna go to sleep and here I am I gotta be up and out by like 8 something which for me is was oh, a whole lot
1: yeah I know I know, I know. alright girl well that was fun thanks to everyone for listening and we'll be back See. next week with more of the same
0: hopefully a little be- better than this.
1: Well, that's up to you. <sighs> I I brought my A-game.
0: Did you? I, I guess didn't. you did. You did. <laughs> I did. <sighs> I brought my mediocre game. Man. So, hopefully next week I'll be feeling a lot better. Um... I hope so
1: too. Yeah, you
0: know, it takes a little while for the drugs to kick in. So
1: <laughs> oh, I'm all about the drugs. This spring, we've had rain, we had thunder and lightning, and rainstorms over the weekend,
0: and then wind. So you know my allergies. Oh, shoot! I just dropped my phone. Uh-oh. Okay, you know that I I show you that that um we've talked about this too before that Facebook thing about clumsy people. Oh yes. And so I always drop my phone in my face. Like, that happens all the time. I don't understand And I'm not that. taking selfies, either. I'm just, like, reading. I'm laying down, and I'm reading. And then it'll just slip, like, butterfingers, like, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere. I'm like, I don't understand how this is a thing that's happening to me. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why your hands don't work. My hands don't work. Oh, my hands don't work a lot. I, had, I, said, I went to a meeting and like I was just having, I was just so flustered. I just kept dropping papers, and they're like, "Chris, are you okay?" And I was like, "Clearly, I'm not because I can't hold things in my hands."
1: So, <laughs> You're like permanently having a stroke. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, was, I had, like, but I have like some papers, like my uh, planner, and like two little boxes. So I like I like, got some packages. So I had like I was like Lucy. I was like ooh, 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 like dropping stuff. Off. It was ridiculous. I was like, get a hold of yourself, woman. I know they're like, Kristen, are you? And I was late too. So that was like the other wow. thing. So I'm like late coming in, like a drink. It was just like a whole thing. I was like, pull you yourself get together. Your life together. Yeah. Get your life. Wow. Get your life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. i mean, yeah. All right, girl.
1: All right, girl. It's been fun. We'll do it all again next week. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out. And get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at WaitTellMePod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle, email us at WaitTellMeEverything at gmail.com.